What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel. In today's episode, I need to make sure that it gets out to those people who don't understand what we mean when we say Black Lives Matter and whenever we're out here protesting against police brutality and the corrupt, privatized prison system. Uh, they don't understand it. They automatically assume that we're anti-police. And I want to make sure that this episode in particular gets shared with that community that doesn't understand our movement to try to improve security for all people. So let's go into the news story that prompted me to want to talk about this today. This 2019 Mardi Gras season in Metairie, Louisiana, um, a Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Officer or Deputy of Metairie, I don't know which one he was affiliated with, nevertheless it was in Metairie during a parade. Apparently the police officers had responded to a fight that had taken place on the parade route. So this, the video that everybody sees is um, following the fight. The people who were participating in the fight have been dispersed. Uh, somebody who was a bystander was recording the fight and things that were happening on his cell phone. He did not participate in the fight. He was just there on the sidelines and he ended up recording uh, what was taking place. So when the video picks up that we've all seen, um, the police officer is seen knocking the cell phone out of a man's hand. And he's just standing there. He ain't even saying anything. Like, he's standing there with a cell phone. The officer hits the cell phone out of the man's hand. And then, as he's walking away, he flips the, uh, the man off as he's walking away. Well, the man turns around and flips the officer off. As soon as he does this, about four or five other policemen grab the man throw him to the ground, arrest him and take him into custody, and they file charges on him about disturbing the peace and resisting arrests. Like, are you hearing me? Disturbing the peace and resisting arrest because he flipped off a police officer who had just flipped him off. Now, number one, it's not illegal to flip off a police officer. It's not even illegal to curse out a police officer, okay? It's not illegal to flip off or curse out anybody in these streets. It don't matter who they are. Um, but the fact is that this officer not only had flipped this man off, he had also just knocked the man's father's cell phone out of his hand. Look, sir, you're a police officer. I understand you participated in in, in, in in calming down a very, obviously, aggressive situation prior to this moment. But this man had nothing to do with it. He was simply recording the situation, which actually other people were also recording it. Uh, it just so happened that this man was the closest person to him with a cell phone so he got you got in your feelings for what i don't know sir but number one he obviously is wrong and his boys are doubly wrong because all they saw you know from what they saw they know that man did not commit no crime they saw what happened they saw that their that their co-worker knocked the cell phone out of this man's hand this personal property out of this man's hand and then they saw their boy flip off the man after damaging the man's phone but oh you want to grab him look at y'all y'all look doubly stupid it's like oh you know like how are you any different than anybody that you're supposedly supposed to be policing how are you different but y'all out here y'all get to arrest people and whatnot because y'all are supposed to, y'all are paid to protect and serve the community you are paid to address things but y'all acting just like the people that y'all just now arrested now what's the difference now, if we take the badges off and we look at this situation, we recognize that if the badges were off of these people and they had grabbed dude, 
uh, in this situation and the same exact thing, we would say, oh my goodness, and all of these people who want to act like they're not bigoted but are bigoted would have called uh, them thugs. Oh my gosh, these thugs. That's exactly what y'all would have said. But you put a badge on them, you put some white skin on them, all of a sudden the bigots ain't got no problem with it. Now they they doing a community service. They're protecting. They ain't protect, that, that was not protecting shit. What they did prior to this protected people. Whenever they broke up the fight and arrested those involved, hallelujah, we, we applaud you. We actually do commend you. That effort is to be commended. You actually provided security as you were paid to do. But this situation... Man, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all got hot-headed? Like, yo, y'all really that hot-headed after dealing with a fight that y'all gonna knock somebody's cell phone out and then y'all gonna, you and your boys gonna grab them, grab the man who ain't had shit to do with it. Come on now, man. That whole situation had already been called. Y'all was just looking for some shit to do. Now, the reason I wanted to share that story is because um, very soon thereafter, people started... Uh, sharing a photo of another police officer in Orleans Parish who had fallen asleep um, in his unit. And someone was trying to ask people if, if we had a problem with the officer being asleep in his unit. Now, all of us who were there uh, fussing about the Jefferson Parish incident, we defended the police officer's right to take a nap because that officer had not done anything wrong. He was tired. Anybody who knows about the parade routes and whatnot know that um, that these officers work like 12, 16, 20-hour shifts. And I'm no kidding. Like They barely get any time to rest. They are overworked. They are overburdened during carnival season here in New Orleans and in Metairie. Um, but there's a difference in the situation. And so those of us who were blasting the officers involved in the Jefferson Paris situation... We all went up and defended the Orleans Parish officer who had fallen asleep because, number one, the person who posted it didn't understand. Like, they are allowed to take a break, okay? They are allowed to have a break. The man took a nap. Matter of fact, those officers in Metairie, they all needed to have a nap before they did what the hell they did. They should have went in their units and took a nap. Because whenever you're overworked, you are more inclined to act the ass with yourself. So the Orleans Parish officer taking a nap, he needed that. He deserved that. And the reason I want this shared with people who don't get it whenever we protest, you know, police brutality, like we're not anti-police. We're anti-brutality. We're anti-violence. We're anti-abuse of power. That ain't got shit to do with whether or not the person is a police officer because I'm going to come to bat for, against anybody who is abusing their power. It's the reason why you know, most people in the world are against child abuse. And I say most people because the people who are giving out the child abuse don't give a shit, obviously. But those of us who are opposed to abuse of children, we're going to be opposed to abuse of children no matter where it happens. You feel me? It's the same thing with abuse of power. I don't care who's doing it. If you're abusing your power, I don't like you. And neither do any other person who is participating in uh, protesting against police brutality against this privatized prison system that targets people of color primarily but if you're whether you're white or brown is targeting you if your economic situation prevents you from hiring an attorney let's be honest you can get snatched on the street just with fitting a damn description 
That's what we got a problem with. We do not have a problem with a police officer doing their job. So in a situation with this Orleans Parish police officer, we all defended him because he had been working. He took a nap in his car. He parked in a parking lot and took a nap. There wasn't nothing wrong with that. That man did not do anything wrong. He wouldn't hurt nobody. Leave that man alone and stop posting his picture all over social media. That man was tired. Let's keep it real. Now, that does not mean that that officer might not have done something wrong in a different situation. But none of us know that. From that photo, we just see an officer taking a nap. Now, if you post something where he's doing something he ain't got no business doing, I'm going to talk about his ass. But that's not what had happened. And in every police department, there are definitely some people who participate in the corruption. And there are definitely some who don't. Now, we when we chastise police officers for abuse of power we're chastising the ones that abuse their power those that are not abusing their power we actually support you if you're actually just out there doing your job matter of fact when we out here protesting abuse of power by police we're also advocating for the security of the police officers who ain't doing that shit because we already know y'all you know the the good officers you should be upset with the police brutality as well. And some of these good officers have spoke out um, against police brutality and they've received all kind of flack. Now that's the crux of what this movement is about is because we have to ensure that those good police officers who are honestly just doing their job day in and day out, we need them to be safe. We need them to be safe in the community from people who might wish them harm and we need them to be safe from their co-workers who are assholes and we need to get rid of the co-workers who are assholes because we're not anti-police we're anti these assholes abusing power and abusing their badge you know we want to make sure that we have security in our communities and we want to make sure that there is a relationship of respect somebody posted um a meme recently that said you never hear nobody talking about fuck the fire department. That statement holds so much truth in it because in the fire department, you don't see no 30, 40, 50, 60% people um, dealing in corruption. The fire department go out there, they save lives, they protect property. You know, they, that man, those men be working hard. And, and the women, because I, I know there's also some fire women out there. Let me not forget that. These firemen and firewomen, they go out there, they risk their lives to save everybody else. <coughs> and we don't, we don't, you don't hear nobody saying fuck the fire department because they ain't out here messing over people. So whenever you hear the statement about, you know, fuck the police, ask that person why they feel that way. It could be because um, when you go into any predominantly black community, you can just stop, stop any man on the street and just ask him. When was the last time a police officer just stopped and questioned you just out of nowhere? When, you know, and, and if, and if that person also has a vehicle, when was the last time you got pulled over and you ain't even did shit wrong? I'm telling you right now, ask, you ask any black man in the majority of this country, they're going to tell you they've gotten pulled over and had no idea what the hell, you know, why they were getting pulled over. Uh, officers be saying stuff like, oh, you had a headlight out or or something like that and then later on the dude gets home and his headlight was working just fine you see what i'm saying that's that bullshit so 
if you don't believe me, start asking black men in your community. Ask them just to, to honestly tell you how many times, in, just in the past year, that they've been stopped and questioned by somebody, whether walking or driving, by, by police department, police officers, and whatnot. And you might be shocked and surprised. So um, that shouldn't be an issue. Like, these officers are wasting, like, the officers who do that are wasting resources. They are not out there actually protecting the community because they're wasting their time harassing people who ain't doing shit wrong. And I've seen this happen time and time again in certain spaces. Um, and I can also, I can honestly attest to the fact that one time um, I got pulled over in a community that is predominantly um, black and uh, and a very you know lower income community, and the officer had pulled me over started banging on my um rear driver's side door with his gun drawn and i'm like bro i'm about to get shot because this dude was obviously afraid for what i don't know because as soon as he tried to pull me over i pulled over it wasn't like i was acting like i was trying to get away or anything um and soon as i you know turned to talk to him he put the gun in my face and y'all can say what y'all want but this is some real shit that gun was in my face and he told me to get my driver's license and um, insurance. And I froze and I said, sir, I'm not moving till your gun is put up. Because let's be honest, his gun was in my face. If, he, if I had moved as scared as he was, if I had moved in that moment, I might not be here talking to y'all right now. That's the reality. And that's the kind of thing that does happen all too often. Now, that's not to say that every interaction I've ever had with police was like that. I've had some interactions with police that were perfectly fine. Matter of fact, one time um, I had changed my insurance from uh, from one provider to a different one. And apparently um, the new provider had not reported to the state that I had gotten the insurance. So for uh, about two months, my um, license plate had been flagged for not having insurance. So this officer was like right behind me. He ran my plates. I don't know why. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that might be illegal because I didn't do anything wrong. But he ran my plates from uh, from behind me in traffic and decided to pull me over. Now, this officer, we had a positive exchange because, you know, he pulled me over. I showed him my ID and my uh, insurance. And he said, I pulled you over because this license plate was flagged for um, not having insurance. But I see on, you know, this information, you did have insurance all this year. So he's like, I'm going to just let you go. But, you know, go ahead and go to the DMV and... Uh, get this updated so that way you don't get pulled over again. That was a positive exchange. And that's what I mean. So we obviously do have officers who are just out here doing their job and we have no beef with you. But situations like where I had a gun pulled on my face for nothing, that is scary. And that is a thing that happens every day to at least one person. And sometimes that person does not walk away alive. If y'all look up the name Leon Ford Sr., that young man survived. But now he's paralyzed. So this is a video. I mean, this is a podcast that I want you guys, this episode in particular, please share it, especially with those people who don't understand what it means to say black lives matter, what it means to say put an end to privatized prisons, put an end to police brutality. If they don't understand it, make sure you share this episode with them. This is not a movement that is anti-police. This is a movement about improving the 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 police department's task their actions how they live and move in this community 
um, so that we can all be safe. This has been Word of a Rebel. Be sure to hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Word of a Rebel. Send me messages. Send me comments. Let me know what is the situation that you've had that you thankfully obviously walked away from still breathing. Let me know so I can share your stories as well in a future episode. Tell me what kind of exchanges and interactions you've had, both positive and negative. Because once again, nobody out here talking about fuck the fire department. So we obviously got a policing problem. Let's talk about it. This has been Word of a Rebel. Peace.